Tiger fans, welcome to episode 26 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I'm your host, the Corey C., along with a very special guest. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. Apple users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Co-hosting the show with me today is Victor Wyatt. How's it going, Vic? Everything's going well, Corey. I'm happy to be here today and looking forward to this interview. Awesome. So am I. We have a very special guest with us. She is the president of the JSU National Alumni Association, Dr. Alexia Norwood. Welcome to the show, Dr. Norwood, and thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Good evening to both you, Mr. Collins and uh, Mr. Wyatt. I'm looking forward to this time with you. Yeah, thank you. And we certainly appreciate you being here today. Um, how, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And so is the state of our association. The JSU National Alumni Association is also great doing to hear. well. That's what we love to hear. And we definitely want to dive all into that. But first, I just want to you know, say that we, we trust and pray that you and your family are safe during this unprecedented pandemic that we're experiencing right now. Uh, thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, thankful to say that my family is all doing well. Um, as you know, this infection has uh, affected the, the, uh, not just the country, but the world, every continent with the exception of Antarctica. So um, this, there's um, it's been nothing like it in my lifetime and uh, a significant event for all of those across the country. So um, I pray and thank God for all of our first responders, our essential workers, and for our alums across the country, too, who are helping in different capacities to, to make life better for everyone that's affected. So thank you so All much. All right, absolutely. And, uh, very well said. Uh, so Dr. Norwood, how would you describe the role of president of the JSU NAA? Well, it's uh, so the, the president of JSU National Alumni Association gets to serve for a two year period. And it's it's a role that is um, the best way I could describe it, Mr. Collins, is that you have the the privilege of representing the 50,000 great accomplished individuals that are graduates or alums of Jackson State University. That's what I get to do every day, representing the institution of Jackson State University's greatest accomplishments, which are our alumni. All right, and wh what would you say is the role or the importance of an alumni association to a college or university? Well, the um, I, I think the two strongest components of any university are its students and its alums. So um, as, as you're aware, the university has the opportunity to challenge minds and to change lives by 
educating our students when they're there, providing opportunities for students to, to mature as they're there on campus. So the Alumni Association takes those individuals who've been cultivated on our campuses, and now we have that extreme talent of individuals each year, as our Alumni Association grows each year with each graduate becoming an alum, of taking those individuals and now using them to promote the university across the world. So we've got alums in every on every continent of the United States that gets to represent the best of what JSU is. So that's our importance. We, we connect individuals back with the university and most of all, support our students through fundraising and scholarships and support our alums through membership and connectivity. So um, I think, you know, I'm a bit biased, but uh, for me, the alumni are the strongest, one of the strongest components of what makes our university right. successful. I agree, I agree. Um, and it's good, it's good to let alumni know the importance of that. Um, so, but also when it comes to alumni associations, uh, what are some of the incentives of joining the National Alumni Association? Well, when, when, I, when I think of incentives, I think of two different buckets. One, um, material incentives, and uh, the second, the, the I love spirit um, incentives of joining the Alumni Association. So before I talk about the material incentives, allow me to talk about the the I love okay. spirit um, bucket of incentives. So our alums uh, mentor students. They network, you know. So if you're a part of the Alumni Association, you have a networking with 50,000 other alums. We actually formulated two years ago as a part of the Alumni Association, 25 different alumni advisory councils. And those advisory councils were formed to make sure that all of our alums knew that they have a part and a place within the Alumni Association around their areas of expertise. So that was one of our greatest accomplishments, I think, in, um, in um, two years ago when we first started our, our, um, our term was to initiate those 25 councils. So if you're an accountant, uh, if you're in business, if you're in music, if you're in security, if you want to mentor, if you're in education, um, you know, all if you're in a faith-based initiative, you have the opportunity to join one of the advisory councils so that you can help our students in the area of your expertise. If it's in business and, and being an entrepreneur, you get to help our students with that, help to um, mentor students, and also get to network with other alums across the world who are also interested in that same opportunity, which may help as well with other job opportunities. So the networking is really strong, especially when um, working with our 25 different advisory councils and then connecting our, our connecting our alums in the, the I love spirit with our students and helping them, not only with mentoring, but being a resource, just being, a, being able to say, I, I know this student and this student who needs assistance with, um, um, how to put together a podcast. Mm -hmm. So for their, for as a portion of what they're doing as um, 
either a future career or as a part of what they're doing as a special project as a learning objective at Jackson State. We can link them with alums so that those students have real practical information on how to be successful. So that's my the I love benefit, uh, I think, for joining the Alumni Association. Of course, and again, around the, the students and mentoring and recruiting, but the material incentives, there is also uh, benefits when you're an alum. One, you get updated information by being connected with the Alumni Association with what's going on, not only with the university, but again, with our alums across right. the country. There is a um, bookstore a discount. You get a 10% discount if you're a regular member, 20% discount at our bookstore for anything that you buy in the JSU bookstore for 20%. If you're a life member, we also have incentives around car rentals and hotel incentives too. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, so this is um, your second term uh, that you're starting as the National Alumni President. Uh, but can you give us some highlights or accomplishments during your first tenure? And as you begin your second term, what are some of your primary objectives? Hmm. So as, as I mentioned, one of the accomplishments I'm, I'm really grateful for is our, our 25 different advisory councils to help link our alums in the areas of their expertise, that they don't have to be different, they can be who they are and help us in a charge around their areas of expertise or interest, that's one. And another major one that we did, the mobile app. We launched our mobile app that was led by our second VP, VP Cedric Myers, um, which is a mobile app that connects all of our chapters, connects you with information. You can actually see the football games on the mobile app anywhere that you are. With If you have the uh, mobile app on, on your iPhone or your computer or on your Android phone. So if no, if anyone who's listening who hasn't done it yet, I'm encouraging them to download the mobile app on Google Play or the Apple Store. There's also a portal even for the 1400 Club so that people can stay connected with what's going on with that this organization as well. Another awesome. Yes, so please make sure you, you check that out. Two other big ones I would note for our last um, term was the, um, the Millions of Eyes campaign. The, we raised 2.3 million Millions of Eyes campaign. The Millions of Eyes on Excellence is where every, any donation that's given by our alums is counted towards that, that fund. And our goal is to raise $5 million um, over a, a two-year period. So last year we raised 2.3 and we're hoping we can raise a 2.5 million on this year. Last year as well, in October, we had the Blue Tie Gala, which was extraordinary with uh, Kenny Lattimore. And the goal when we started the uh, Blue Tie Gala in 2012 was to raise at least a hundred thousand dollars to help our help with scout and funds for students, and we've never hit that goal until this this blue tie gala in twenty twenty um, nineteen. We raised over two hundred thousand dollars for scholarships for kids um, with our blue tie gala over the fall. So um, those are some of the big things that we did over the last uh, couple of years, as it's, it's well as increasing engagement. And of course, around our primary mission of, of, um, of membership and uh, fundraising. So, um, but I'm very, very grateful for the entire board of the Alumni Association, our executive board and our board of directors, 
and our alums and alumni chapters and leaders across the country and our alumni chapters and, and those who are engaged to make sure that we continue to do the right things for Jackson State. Well, awesome. Those are some amazing initiatives. Uh, kudos to you all for those things. And you know, we are happy that we can help spread the word because, again, they're, they're awesome. I, I personally have the app and it's amazing. <laughs> so I'm an advocate of that. So uh, great job. And we really appreciate that. Ah, oh, and may, and may I please, these are two other major things that I forgot to mention. Sure. We, we actually last year as well at our fall council, fall leadership development council had a um an installation ceremony in Natchez Seminary at the location where the university started in 1877. Wow. We had our conference there for Fall Council, and we put a marker in the place where the institution began. It was a beautiful ceremony. So now anytime you go to Natchez, I want to make sure that all of our alums go by the location to see where the university started. We have a marker that's placed there. And because we continue to grow, another big thing that ha occurred for us uh, last year, over these last two years, we actually have brought in four nine chapters with uh, our Phoenix chapter, Georgia, Savannah chapter, and our new Oklahoma State chapter was just installed this past February at uh, Midwinter Council. So we're growing. All right. Well, I definitely thank you for sharing that. So I have a question for you in terms of uh, alumni support. What does the university define as alumni support? Uh, for example, if, if John Doe annually gives $1,000 to the university, but it's not connected to the alumni association on the local or national level, how does that affect our leverage when it comes to when we report alumni, uh, quote unquote, alumni support to when we're dealing with, um, again, soliciting support from corporate America? Well, that's a very good example of how the millions of eyes on excellence works. Any donation that's given by an alum counts as alumni giving. So whether they're, it's given directly to the university or via our JSU National Alumni Association, it still counts. So, um, you know, our, our current um, APR for our alums in general of over 50,000.6. But we do have, for alums who are active and part of the JSU National Alumni Association, the uh, APR rate is more like 16%. So we want uh, we we definitely who are active or in a part of the alumni association also tend to give. Hence, the, the numbers are higher for people who are actively engaged with the alumni association. But any getting done by our alums counts towards alumni giving. Okay. And along along those lines, and I I think that we've made tremendous strides uh, in giving compared to 10 or 20 years ago. Can you speak on the importance of alumni giving back and what are some ways of giving back for those who may not know or for those who are looking to get started and don't know where to start? Yeah, so we, we've definitely made tremendous strides and I've got to thank our first vice president over fundraising, Mrs. Tarita Davis, who has been very instrumental in looking for other creative ways that we can give back to the university and, and, and find ways that we can actually uh, work towards fundraising. So, um, you know, the Blue Tie Gala is a staple event the, that's held every two years. That's our major event for bringing our, our alums together and, and raising money for our students. But 
uh, we've had marketplace giving where we've had different events during our midwinter conference and fall conference around giving. Alums can even buy a JSU uh, jacket, uh, JSU National Alumni jacket, which is a way that they can help us with fundraising. Um, the Alumni Association supports the university and athletics. So we were supporting the blue and white game that the university was doing that was uh, unfortunately canceled due to COVID-19. And also our athletic director, um, uh, Ashley Robinson, who is uh, vice president with the athletic and directors of the uh, athletic directors club so he has an AD club that's roughly 1500 and we we ask our alums all across the country to support by buying season tickets you know support whatever it is that that's needed for our students from helmets to gloves to uniforms for the boom you know there's a, the GAP Fund is a way that you can give back. The Alumni Association also has the scholarship and endowment funds. So there's so many different ways that you can give and so many different ways that you can you can help. One other one is we are launching, um, launching this uh, next month, our blue box, our true blue box, which will be only for alums who have a subscription that you'll get two special boxes of JSU items that will only be uh, only be available through the True Blue box. So that box is going to wow. be $189 for a year subscription okay. that will allow our, our alums to have very specific, peculiar items that will only be available to that group and we'll be raising mm. money for kids as well. So, um, so please, efforts to, to support our kids. Great, great, great. All right, um, Dr. Dr. Norwood, a, a few months ago, the Alumni Association hosted its annual Midwinter Council meeting. Can you provide us with a snapshot of the primary topics and outcomes of that meeting? Yeah. So uh, our Midwinter Leadership Council meeting that was held in February, and we do two meetings each year, but the, uh, the primary role of those meetings is to help develop our leaders. So there is leadership development, uh, sessions, fundraising opportunities, membership, um, uh, membership get, uh, encouragement, recruitment, um, and also to get university updates. So the, the session was very successful with great attendance. We have university, um, university leaders to join us for that session to give updates on the finances of the university, what's happening around recruitment and enrollment. We know that enrollment is going to be a major issue for us coming for the fall of 2020 in light of COVID-19. So we need all alums across the world to, to encourage students to come to Jackson State and tell them why it's the best institution for them to get their learning. Um, so the uh, the fall, the uh, midwinter council session gave um, some of our leaders on how we can all help with enrollment as well. So um I ask all of your members who are listening to all of your audience that's listening to this podcast to get ready for our fall council session that should be held in October, keeping my fingers crossed that things are a lot better with the, uh, the health climate and pandemic climate by then. Right. right. Also, Dr. Norwood, at that uh, midwinter council meeting, the IHL president, Dr. Rankins, affirmed his confidence in Mr. Thomas Hudson 
to serve as our acting president. And he also gave some insight on the upcoming on the upcoming search for a new president of Jackson State. Can you elaborate on what he said? So that we had with um, 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 Commissioner Rankins as well as our acting president Hudson. Um, they gave us, the, so as many people know, one of the most important things that we will be doing this year will be the next president of Jackson State University. And our alumni association and alums across the, across the world will be impactful in making that, uh, helping us to, to make that decision and make sure the right parameters are in place as we select our next president. But three key things that were shared by the commissioner that I think is important for all of us to note. Um, in order for us to have a successful, um, a successful round of select, one was that we need to be aligned, that our groups need to be aligned where we're, we're speaking with one voice and we come together around the common themes of what we need in our next president. Second was that we need a strong applicant pool. And the way we as alums make sure that that applicant pool is strong is by making sure that we continue to positively and share the positive stories of Jackson State University. The more negativity and uh, erroneous information that's out there, that actually hurts our, our talent pool of individuals that would be interested in serving our great institution. And of course, the three of us all know how what a wonderful institution Jackson State is, but there are many who don't. So we need to make right. sure that we continue to tell the story with why it's a great place in education, but a great place to serve. And lastly, as um, this decision is not a decision that's made by any organization, anybody other than the IHL Board of Trustees. So we're going to work with the Board of Trustees and making sure that there is a fair and transparent process and that we get the best candidate possible. Now, Dr. Norwood, along those lines, in terms of us electing a president, what needs to happen to ensure the voice of the JSU supporters is heard during that process? Yeah. So one of the biggest things our alums can do is to, is to join the JSU NAA Alumni Association. We need to be a strong force where they see that there is, as you know, there is power in numbers. So we need as many alums as possible to become active, pay your alumni dues, to help the, the um, alumni association. And the, this, with your membership dues as well, the membership dues are $50 with, with um, a $10 donation added to that. So our membership dues are now $60 for the um, campaign of um, the, the membership error campaign. And $10 of that goes directly into our GAP fund to help as you can imagine, as COVID-19 has affected families across the country, there are families who have lost income and some who have lost jobs entirely. We're going to need to be an even bigger support for those students who want to come to Jackson State. So the uh, $60 that you pay for your membership dues also goes to help our students to get um, an education at Jackson State. All right. Now, you also earlier you mentioned the support from the National Alumni Association uh, for the athletics department. And obviously, this is a sports podcast and we have a number of avid Tiger sports fans listening. Can you talk a little bit about that interaction or that relationship between the Alumni Association and the Department of Athletics? Well, I think uh, Jackson State University is one of the most fortunate institutions 
because we have an athletic director named Ashley Robinson, who is phenomenal, Mm -hmm. connected not only with our students and staff and alums, he cares about what happens with our institution, with Jackson State, about the students as students as well as athletes. So the Alumni Association of JSU NAA, we support him 100% and all of the efforts that come out of our athletics department because we believe in his leadership and his vision. So we are, one of the things that we've done, we've been working with the um, athletic director with um, our Hall of Famers because our Hall of Famers are alums. So we've been working with him around some efforts that we're going to hopefully get to, to launch in 2020, 2021 around fundraising to help with athletics, with our facility, the things that are needed for our athletic program. Um, you know, we, are, we also, of course, as I mentioned, the season tickets division has come up with a few different fundraiser ideas that they're working on, even with uh, stadium seating and, and parking. So mm-hmm. whatever it is that our athletic director is promoting in that division, we support it 100%. Great, great. Uh, Dr. Norwood, so we all know that there's nothing like Jackson State football. And uh, this past football season, we had a great time traveling to Atlanta, traveling to Indianapolis, and we always have a great time in Memphis. Uh, we know that we get payout to uh, participate in those in those games, um, but can you elaborate on how those games benefit local and national alumni? Well, the, the goal of those those games is to really help us to increase and encourage membership and to drive up recruitment with alumni engagement. So that's what we look for, that as we show different people across the country in different areas outside of Jackson, that there's nothing like the sound of the sonic boom, then we hope that our alums who come out for those events will get to hear a little bit more about what we're doing, what's happening at the university, them to become actively engaged with the Alumni Association and our initiatives as well. So for us, those games promote alumni membership and and alumni engagement. Great, great. Well, I look forward to football season all year, but um, as a medical professional, what is your perception about chances of having football season considering the COVID-19 pandemic? Well, you know, we're, we're watching this um, uh, day by day with the COVID-19 pandemic, and right now we honestly don't know. The hope is, as um, just as New York, the number increased, but um, they're not at zero. And there are other states that are still peaking. So once all of our states have started the the deceleration in terms of numbers with decrease in hospitalizations and decrease in numbers of individuals that are being, um, that are testing positive, and hopefully more people will be testing positive for the antibodies and and less so with active infections, um, it'll give us a clearer picture of just how we're able to continue to move forward. I think uh, for all of us, we're watching muted breath with uh, what's going to happen with <laughs> athletics. But the NFL has already said that they may potentially move the football, the NFL football season back by some weeks to make sure that it's a safe environment. So more than anything, right. the most important element for us is to make sure that it's safe for our student athletes and our fans. So we'll we'll have a wait and see approach to make sure it's the right time. 
All right. Great. Thank you for your insight on that. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Norwood, as we close out the interview, do you have any final words that you would like to say to the JSU supporters? Well, I, I'd like to say thank you, gentlemen, for allowing me to have this opportunity to be on the podcast and share what Jackson State University National Alumni Association is doing. I hope that all of our alums are uh, in the midst of this pandemic realize that we are still looking for ways to make sure that we stay connected with our alums and stay um, stay relevant to what needs to be done for both our students and our alums. So in that vein, we've also started to adapt to this new pandemic uh, arena that we've had two J JSU NAA day parties. Our first one was held on April 11th, um, and our next one will be coming up this Saturday, May 2nd, and this is another day party with a purpose. It's all around the my era campaign for membership uh, member to drive up membership. So it, it'll be a virtual day party hosted by Rita Brent, who is a national comedian and of course a Jackson State who is going to be the host and comedian for that show. And we're going to have three of our own JSU alums who will be DJs, DJ T. Lewis, Tony Hustle, and DJ Unpredictable 601. So I hope everyone will join us for that virtual day party, my era virtual on Saturday, May 2nd from 2 to 4 p.m. Just follow the JSU NAA Facebook page and you will be able to join the live. So please join us for that on Saturday. All right. Good stuff. Sounds like fun. I definitely will be tuning in and I know Victor will be also. All right. Now, uh, you mentioned the uh, the app. Well, how else can supporters uh, follow the JSUNA specifically on social media or maybe subscribe to an email list? Yep. So if you go to our .org page, that's our website. Um, you can get information there as well as our JSUNAA Facebook page, um, also on Instagram. So on all of our um, on all of our social media sites, if you're, we look for our alums to become active and to, to sign up to get updates. And we also have updates that come from our JSU um, alumni and, constitu and constituency, which is headed by our executive director, Tammy Brooks. So there are different formats. However you want to talk and, and be engaged, we've got a method for you so that you stay connected with Jackson State University. All right. Awesome. Well, we truly thank you for coming on. We, we really appreciate it. And feel free to come on whenever you'd like. You can always use this platform to get the word out. If there's anything that you need to let the Tiger faithful know about, definitely you can come on and use um, this platform. I appreciate that, my brothers. And thank you, too, for being the best part of who we are. All right. Absolutely. All right, well, that'll do it for episode 26 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. Leave a question or a comment while you're at it, and we'll be sure to read it on air. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. 
and tell every tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. And we'll be posting every episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. And on that note, go Tigers. Hashtag the I love. Thank <laughs> you.